0: Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft game. Uh, Unbeknownst to you, this is take two. Started going and had some technical difficulties. Hopefully it will not arise again. Also, I apologize for those who missed on the actual podcast version of our last podcast. I believe it was 45.1. Uh, that actually has been stuck in processing in YouTube. Not sure what's going on there. It, you're able to actually watch the video, but you can't actually download it because it never finished processing. So that's their bad. Hopefully, we'll not have this issue again. Uh, took some precautions, so hopefully that won't happen. And also, let's just jump right into it. Oh, real quick, I did go see. See, uh, we already covered Detroit. Detroit was not the move. Um, what are we looking at? Uh, what's the one I want to go uh, see? Uh, what's yeah, not Detroit. I did see. Oh, the Dark Tower. There we go. The Dark Tower. Not good. <laughs> not good. Um, two reels. I mean, it was fine. It, it, it is what it was. What it was. I really, w- I really want so much for Idris. Ah, oh, Idris. I want you to succeed. And I don't know why. I mean. It won't. And yeah, Ron Howard's producer on this. He did not direct this. Um, eh, I mean, and they totally set this up for a whole universe or whatever, not universe, but a whole uh, sequel. It's not going to happen. Or at least I highly doubt it's going to happen. But I mean, it was just okay. Two out of four reels. All right. So we're moving on. We're moving on. So let's take a look at some call sheets. uh, And the God of Cheese he had a max cash. He won all, won or tied to win all five of our contests this week. Congratulations. Took home a whopping $118.50. Well done in a free-to-play game. And an inconvenient sequel. Did not do what we thought it was going to do. It did 961000 which is, by most standards, pretty good. I mean, if you go by per-screen average, it was probably in the top five, uh, uh, top, top ten in the week, so pretty good. But I thought it was going to do, you know, high one, low two, two millions, which would have given you twenty-two points. It really would have inflated the scores. Instead, it did not quite deliver. But because it was so cheap, it did not derail most call sheets that went with a max stack of five actors from an inconvenient sequel in it. And uh, so he bounced. So the God of Cheese bounced that off with Regina Hall headlining Girls Trip. The, you know, I think it's third strong weekend. Uh, A head, uh, headliner from Dunkirk and the headliner stack from the Dark Tower, which despite withering reviews, I think the Dark what was it? Dark Tower, I think it only did oh God, 18% fresh. So that means it's rotten. Uh, and only 62% of people liked it. So yeah, not great reviews from the Dark Tower. But what are you going to do? Uh, it still it made 19 million to be the number one movie this weekend at the box office, and uh, and then Valerian, the, uh, Cara Delevingne headlining Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets as his de rigueur limited release pick. Okay, going well. Let's take a look at my god awful call. It wasn't bad. I mean, eight spot would have cashed if I were eligible, so it wasn't terrible. But Detroit sank me. And I honestly wish I'd seen some sort of screening or been in one of those cities that had it open early uh, the previous weekend. So I would have gotten a good look at it because Detroit, like I mentioned, it's it's a tough hang. It's not, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's a fine movie. It's well shot and directed, but it's just, no, It's well, it's direct, well directed in spot because I felt like it was 20 minutes too long. It's a bit of racism, torture porn. I was just kind of over it after a certain point. Uh, in the middle, but you know, compelling performances, really gritty, and you know, I'm a sucker for historical fiction, and it's a piece of history that I believe everyone should at least experience one time. Uh, so Detroit, I had a headliner stack in Detroit, totally cost me. Could have spent that money on girls trip, and quite honestly, if I'd spent this money on girls trip, I might have won, maybe, or or even replace Detroit with. If I'd replaced Detroit with say. Uh, at least one Dark Tower, and then another girls' trip, I probably could have won the week. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Hindsight's 2020. 20, 20. Uh, So I had Headliner Stack at Detroit, Headliner Stack at Dunkirk, the max stack of five actors from an inconvenient sequel, and Cara Delevingne from Valerian. So not a bad call sheet. Could be could be better. All right, so let's take a look at Michael Vellante, the runner-up. And he was close to no cigar because he... Also, so he had the max stack of Inconvenient Sequel, Cara Delevingne from Valerian. He had a headliner stack from Dunkirk and one headliner from Dark Tower and then Regina Hall Girls Trip, and that seems to be the difference in his score. You had to have the headliner stack from the Dark Tower to win. Very, very close. He's only off by two points and some change. Smee, oh, excellent! 17 straight weeks by the air Horn to go airhorn er, excellent with another Stellar Performance Week third place. I mean, this guy is just uh you know what as Jalen Rose would say from his podcast, keep getting them checks, man. Keep getting them checks, keep getting them cash outs. Excellent. He had uh oh, he had a, a slightly unconventional call sheet. He instead of going inconvenient sequel, he went he went with one, two, three, a four-pack, a brave four-pack on Kidnap because Kidnap looked to be like a hot mess. Like, you know, just – just looks like it's going to be terrible to box out. It surprised everyone. This sucker came in at $10 million on a god-awful-looking – I mean it looked terrible, but it was in 2,300 screens, 4,200 per screen uh, average. I, I'm flabbergasted, but you know what? That's what makes this game so great, is that occasionally a movie can surprise you. I mean, and never underestimate, never underestimate the depths of North American tastes, because this movie looks horrible. It's been delayed for three years, but bless your heart, Halle Berry, you're able to pull it off. I mean, look, usually Halle Berry, I'm good. I'm nice. I'm there. Hell, I even saw Gothica, and I don't think anyone saw Gothica. But this movie looks terrible, but Something about you know empowering women with you know riding for their kids, kind of an action movie, I guess. This looks so bad, but she was out there doing publicity. Bless her heart, she was out there doing publicity. I saw her on uh, Andy Cohen's Watch What Happens Live, drinking it up, living it up. So, kudos to you, Hallie. I don't think it's gonna have a very strong second week. Um, what was the cinema score on that? Actually, let's take a look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes. What was the Rotten Tomatoes score on that? Kidnap. 39% uh, fresh, so that's rotten, and only 58% liked it, so that's pretty bad. Yeah, I would kind of stay away. I don't think we have enough uh, data created on it, just uh, enough data in our game created on it to see like what second week scores are via Tomato Meters and audience score. But I would wager it is not looking bright with a 58% audience score going into its second weekend. Anyways, we'll get to that in a second. So, anyways, he went in four-pack and kidnapped. Pretty pretty tight. Uh, Regina Hall headlining Girls Trip, headliner stack from Dark Tower, Smart, and uh, a headliner from Dunkirk and his uh, his mandatory uh, platform release, Rooney Mara from Girls Trip, and Chris Pratt. Or Chris Pratt, sorry, and GG, Chris Pratt, Anna Ferris, both Western Washington uh, denizens. I'm from Seattle. If they can't make love work, I don't know who can. Sorry, it's not Chris Pratt, Chris Pine from Wonder Woman. Here's Chris, Pr- Chris Pine. There you go. He looks familiar, doesn't he? Chris Pine from Wonder Woman. There you go. And so, yeah, it's a very solid call sheet, and a contrarian call sheet. I like it. Excellent. Going Zigging where others were, zagging. Uh, we Yeah, I, I mean, Kidnap, that was a brilliant maneuver because I did not see that coming. Sme! Number four, 145.16 points. He had the max stack of Inconvenient Sequel. Ansel Elgort, headlining Baby Driver for a limited release. And a four-pack of Dunkirk. Very bold. Kind of like it. Only 100 left on the table. Um, and it just happened to be that uh, Dark Tower had performed better than we thought. If, if he had actually gone for a cheaper limited release and squeezed in, a headliner stack of of Dark Tower. He might have won, but I like it. Nice looking call sheet right there. Sorry if I'm going a little fast, y'all. I am starving, so we're going to keep this on speed. Uh, the Roan, fifth place. Way to go, buddy. OG from the spreadsheet days. Uh, playing this game for about two years now. Appreciate the support. The Roan. He had Cara Delevingne, Valerian Headliner, uh, Headliner Stack of Dunkirk, Tom Hardy, and Killian Murphy. Three-pack of girls' trip, I like it. And he went with uh, Headliner Stack and Kidnap, very smart, zigging where we were zagging. And then Larry the cable, cable Guy from Cars 3, well done. You know what, actually, now I think about it, you know what, I'm calling you out. If you listen to this, I'm calling you we got to get you on the podcast. You are OG, you've been playing just about every week. Even though you're a new father and everything, I love it. Appreciate the support. We gotta get you on the podcast. I'm gonna hit you up privately. I'm gonna slide in your DMs. Let's get you on the podcast. You're my boy. You've been been doing it since the spreadsheet days. Really appreciate the support, even through the twists and turns in uh, management over here. I appreciate the support. You're my boy. We gotta get you on on an hour long podcast. Uh, So yeah, so a very good looking call sheet and active in the group chat. Might I remind you guys, the group chat is where it's at. Go to our Facebook page, cinemadraft. Uh, I'm sorry, facebook.com slash notes slash cinemadraft. You can check out. uh, You can join our group chat. Really easy to join. And we're always tweeting it, talking about it throughout the week. So definitely check our social media for a way to join the group chat. Because I'm telling you, look at it. Of the top five, one, two, three, four. The top five, dominated by the group chat. Three, uh, Four of the five are in the group chat. And I think Excellent might even, I don't think, Ex, does Ex, is Excellent in the group chat? He might be in the group chat. Anyways, uh, definitely check us out uh, in the group chat. We're always talking strategy, seven days a week, side bets galore, uh, and it's just a fun, place to hang out. Bethany Vellante, runner-up. number. She's awesome group chat. She got six. We've seen my sorry call sheet. And let's check out the draft mom. No, you know what? Actually, let's do Cornell Westside. Squeaks into the money because I'm ineligible. Also, we'll have him on the tripod tonight. we we'll have him feeling good about himself. Uh, and yeah, so he had... Look at him with the emoji movie. Go ahead. He, he also uh, avoided... Uh, he also avoided Inconvenient Sequel, and he went with the Emoji Movie headliner, Uh, headliner stack of Rooney Mara, Casey Affleck, and a Ghost Story, Uh, Killian Murphy from Dunkirk, headliner stack from The the Dark Tower, oh, look at here, headliner from Wolf Warrior, which flew under the radar, Wolf Warrior 2, sorry, flew under the radar, Frank Grillo, or is it Grillo? I think Frank Grillo 7.14 7.14 points. That quietly performed. Uh, one of our three Fs from Asia. And a Cars 3 2-pack, one headliner and one not. And Chris Pine from Wonder Woman, headlining in limited release. So, well played. Well played. Draft. Uh, sorry, uh, Cornell West Side. And so, let's take a quick look. At what we got going on this week? Oh, actually, this is last weekend. Pardon me. Let me drag over the new talent pool. There we go. And we got some some happenings here. We got Despicable Me dropping down from platform to limited. Uh, we've got one, two, three, four, five new entries, six new entries this week. Because and I'm I can't keep up with all the foreign films that come in under the radar, but Job Harry Met Sajal came out of nowhere. And I am i would say I'm embarrassed, I and mean, I can't keep up with everything, but I'm mad I missed out on this. This would've been great. 1.28 million in its opening weekend on 280 screens. It's 4,500 a screen, almost 4,600 a screen. That would've been good for over 12 points, nearly 13 points in platform release. So we're rolling them out this week. Job Harry Met Sajal. It's pretty big in India from what I understand. Uh, the pricing on that is going to be probably even underpriced now i think about it cuz yeah here we go starting at 5000 going to 5300 this might be a really good value play even if it loses 50% it's still hitting 600 700,000 in second weekend uh, might even expand to a, to a few more theaters job harry mets Sajal. jaw might want to check it out uh, see i have it here on 30 screens i was wrong that's actually should be 280 screens. There we go. And I'm expecting it might add maybe another 20 screens, so put it up for 300 screens. There we go. Very sharp. What else to look out for? Annabelle is leading the race in opening this weekend. I don't know how. I I mean... People love horror, and horror does do well in its first two weekends. So if there were a time to pick up on this, it would be now. Opening weekend, trading at 32.98 on Hollywood Stock Exchange, which translates to a dollar per million. So 32 ish 32 million. I mean, is it really hot in these streets? I don't know. I'm, I always like to see what box office forecasts are going to predict, but they don't come out till Wednesday with their projections. So, well, you know what? Let's take a look at this other one. There's another one called Box Office Report. They come out with projections of their own as well. It might be too early, though. Yeah, it's too early for weekend predictions from them. How'd they do last weekend? Last weekend, oh, yeah, (laughs) they they totally overestimated Dark Tower. They got Detroit right on. Everything else is pretty much in line, but they totally overestimated Dark Tower. Uh, So we'll just keep an eye on them. They might be a nice check and balance to our personal hegemony of box office pro okay and what else is interesting this week nut job 2 nutty by nature does not seem to be tracking very well with hsx one once upon a time uh, coming out on 47 screens from our friends over there at wellgo usa that's a chinese or asian language distributor this might be i think this is a yeah this is a chinese film i think you're a chinese distributor let's keep our eye out on this uh if you're punting you could do worse so what sucks is that we don't have a lot of great analytics at this stage of our game for how these type of films perform. But check out, oh yeah, here's a group chat. Check us out. All the, all the all the ballers are in there, except excellent. Somehow excellent keeps, <laughs> it, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think excellent's part of our group, but he keeps you know getting them points. Um, yeah. So I don't. So I, going back to that. Uh, Once upon a time, let we'll just look this up real quick on IMDb. Close. once upon a time. Oop, here we go. Once upon a time. show us. Here we go. 2017. It is it is Chinese, I believe yep. So we don't have a lot of metrics go behind on this. Maybe you could go to Box office mojo. You can look it up there. This is what I like to call the Jay Devlin special. He's really good at doing the deep dives on research and this type of stuff. So foreign, yeah, it's just there's not much to go on here. So I don't know. It might be a decent punt if you're really just trying to save salary and you want to take a sh- take a shot. Uh, you could do worse. It's only five thousand up to fifty three hundred to start. But like I said, um, and then also Wind River. Keep your eye on eye on out on that. Ooh! Keep your eye on, keep your eye out for that. There we go. That makes more sense. Uh, only because it grows forty-four thousand per screen last week. Of course, small sample size, but but uh, uh it's expanding to forty screens. It should, which means it still should be pretty high per screen average. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, 40,000 per screen, I mean, per screen, I would say, I would guess maybe even if it's 15,000 per screen. Oh, here we go. There we go. It's 50,000, sorry, not 50, sorry, 15,000 per screen times 40. And you're looking at 600000 So it might be some cheap relief, good value source of points. I'll go over all of it during the shot list portion of the hour long, which we're recording tonight, which we put up 630 uh, Pacific time tomorrow morning with the tripod. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Sorry, folks, slightly incoherent. I'm starving. Better get off this damn thing. Going to go get something to eat. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. Subscribe. Tell everybody. Send your friends to cinemadraft.co. That is cinemadraft.co. And until next time, or should I say tomorrow morning-ish, why don't you all go see a movie or something?